0: Welcome to Batshit, a frank and funny look at living with mental illness.
1: While we'll touch on several illnesses, Batshit is focused on those along the spectrum of bipolar disorders. I'm your host, Adam.
0: And I'm your other host, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: we're both bipolar. So we'll strap in and let's see how batshit we really are. Spoiler alert, pretty damn batshit. Oh God, <laughs> was, the voices, man. Yeah, was so rough. We had uh, Rebecca uh steven's on a few weeks ago she's like you know you guys could just record that once and just put it at the top of every episode i feel like it
0: gets us uh warmed up though is that yeah sure, yeah, yeah, sure whatever <laughs> uh, <laughs> this episode's topic bipolar relationships part three dating dating uh, so this uh this has far and away been our uh most popular series of yeah. episodes and
1: <clears throat> And I don't know if that's just because they love to hear the shit show that our social lives are in. <laughs> like, I wonder yeah. how much of this is just like, how much of this is like Schadenfreude, right? Is that, <laughs> Yeah, Schadenfreude, am I using that right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, oh, we, we want to hear these fuck-ups talk about being <laughs> fucked up and how they fucked up everything in their lives. Oh, God. Sad. And have we. And have we. Um, so, yeah, uh, Brad, Brad brought this up. Uh, uh, so I'm blaming Brad. Um <laughs> So I figure what we do on this one is we talk about our experience with dating, our experience with um, past relationships, our experience with the fuck-ups that those relationships are, uh, and also some of the stuff, the people that we're drawn to. Like, I think that might be an interesting element to this, right? Because let's start there. So let me ask you this, Brad. When you were a single young buck, um, if you ever were, Uh, (laughs) what type of people were you attracted to? Aside from like, forget physical attraction. Yeah, obviously beautiful people. Sure. But like what people engaged you?
0: People who were a little wild. Okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, which would coincide with mania. Sure. It's like, like you have all that manic energy and the risk taking and blah, blah, blah and uh so you want someone who's right there with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um I was also drawn to um women that were a little wilder for lack of a better term or you know there's also that term of like free spirited or yeah. um but uh, for that m- my reason was I need I felt like I needed that person to bring me out and oh, allow yeah. me and help me to get to that manic adam that is charming and that is um, engaging and, you know, can be fun, you know, because depressed Adam's not fun. Yeah. So if I see and know a woman is like, you know, today we're going to go whitewater rafting. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, we didn't plan this. And she's like, we're going to do it anyway. And it's like, okay. Um, yeah. That's good. That I always felt was good for me. But yeah. that also led to some really bad situations because, you know, eventually uh, Adam runs out of energy for that person. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, and
0: that gets tough. Yeah, there were so many people I dated that I would be into going to a depressed state and then just ghost, just ghost them. Yeah, yeah, that happened uh, a lot. I would yeah. say. And,
1: yeah, I feel like what would happen is I would be drawn to a uh, usually like a again and a wild. Use the word wild. That's fine. That's yeah. not a dig a wild person, wild woman, and uh, I would love-bomb the shit out of them. Yeah. Love-bomb the shit out of them, fall instantly in love with them. Yeah. Within, like, two weeks, you know, buying them jewelry, talking about forever, and then, like, a month and a half later, um, either she would end it because I was, you know, way too far, way too fast, or I would end it because I had hit a depressive state and everything they wanted to do sounded absolutely terrifying or awful to me and a lot of fights broke out and a lot of yelling and
0: yeah yeah
1: because it was chaotic it was unstable yeah i had a lot
0: of unstable relationships yeah and uh and would go manic a lot of times and would be like "Ooh, shiny new thing sure and go after like the new wild chick because this <sighs> wild chick has settled down right. what's she doing you got to keep yeah. that wild energy up man that was i had two different girlfriends growing up in East Tennessee who were really keen on me getting like a normal, boring office nine to five job. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, And I kind of wonder if that was maybe their way trying to, like they saw the mania, didn't know what it was. and was like, you need to calm down.
1: Oh, like (laughs) this is the solution? The solution is you sitting behind a desk? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We're
0: we're a white Walmart shirt with a cheap tie because, you know, I was like. Young in East Tennessee, right? Uh, well, hey, at least yeah. I wore shoes. Good for you, bud.
1: You know what? If that's the bar, you're yeah. hitting it. You yeah,
0: know? <laughs> you're hitting the top of your head on I it. I wore shoes sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I've I've told you about like uh, driving around naked, right? But, you know, for some reason that sounded fun, <laughs> and I'd sometimes convince uh, chicks to do it with me. Uh, you know what, Brad? Like, Good like for you. That, uh, there was there was this one girl who was just a friend of mine. We weren't dating or anything, and I just remember one time I was like, "Let's drive naked." <laughs> It wasn't even a sexual thing. She was like, "All right, your <laughs>
1: eyes when you just said that were unsettling."
0: That's probably what they were like. <laughs> uh, Strunkicker now. Yeah. Ooh. And you know back then I couldn't even blame it on like drugs or alcohol cuz I didn't I didn't drink, I didn't do anything.
1: Oh yeah. It was just me. Oh, uh, see, like my alcohol, like alcohol from a young age. It was, you know, away from like me. four or five. Yeah, four or five. <laughs> I'd be crawling towards mom and dad's liquor cabinet. No, I mean I I was drinking 14, yeah, 14, 15. Um, And it was a way for me to cope. But, and it it was also, you know, there's also that social acceptance when you're in high school and later in college where, you know, this is something you should do uh, because this is what other people are doing. And then it turned into something a little different for me because it was escapism, right? It was a way for you not to deal with who you are or what your problems are. You can instead just walk through it all like there's a haze. You're just walking through a haze instead and everything is softer. Yeah. Like it's like a a weird filter. Like if we put those filter on our Zooms, you know what I mean, how you can't really see what's in the background but you can see what's in the background. Right. That's how alcohol felt for me.
0: And you had a doggy nose.
1: Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. I mean that's what happens when you drink is you get one yeah. of those like weird yeah, filters. T- yeah weird filters that happen. Gross. Maybe that's why women left me. Is because
0: of <laughs> because the dog nose. No, because I lost the dog nose. Oh, because I- <laughs> the dog nose was cute. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, and they were like, Oh, that guy. Yeah, right. that's the guy. That makes a lot of sense.
1: <laughs> did you did you date uh any women with substance abuse issues?
0: You know I'm trying to think.
1: That's gone on there was to a magical place <laughs> it was memory join me. <laughs> join me on a wonderful tree <laughs> down
0: memory lane on a rainbow in the sky <laughs> uh yeah, there was one chick I dated who was it wasn't a specific substance, but she always had to be on something okay she was uh either drinking uh doing the pot um on you know Molly or co like something sure um. That's the only one I'm aware of. Uh, although there was one chick I dated that uh, I came home one day and she had come over. My roommates had let her in and I really had to piss and run into the bathroom and throw the door open. And she's like mid snort. Uh, yeah, yeah. And this again was before I did any. You know, I hadn't done anything. And uh, and I was like, get out. I got to piss. <laughs> that was your response? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, lady. I got to piss. Uh, take, take your cocaine take, somewhere else.
1: I don't care where you take it, but away from my toilet. <laughs> uh, I, I've dated multiple people who have had substance abuse problems. Um, uh, one who has reached out and apologized for their behavior, because our relationship was like, oh, my God. You want to talk about like manic episode after manic episode after? It was like living, living on uh, a fucking uh uh coke high like for weeks, but yeah. I, we were only together for like three months, but it was an intense three months, yeah, and um, you know, uh she had a substance abuse problem, she came to terms with it, she is now sober, she reached out to me to apologize, um but yeah, it was one of those things where like uh she'd be in the back doing coke, I'd be at the bar drinking, and then you know the that was the night, that was the typical night, yeah, and <clears throat> You wonder, why am I drawn to this person? Because like, when you sober up, right, because you do eventually sober up, yeah. like the next day, you're like, what the fuck was I doing last night? What, what was that person I was with doing last night? But the logic goes out the window when all of a sudden these emotions get involved because, like, you feel that high. Like, forget, forget the, the chemical high that comes with the alcohol or the, sub, you know, Coke. It's things like, oh, my God, this person made me feel so alive. Being with them is always exciting. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I need to be with them so I can feel like this. Because when I feel like this, and we've talked about this with, like, writing, for instance, you're like, I can write anything, right? Yeah. I can lift any amount of weight. You know what I mean? It's like, you feel untouchable.
0: Untouchable. It's, and a, it's y- that thing we've talked about before with mania, where you, mm-hmm. all the feel-good hormones get dumped into your brain, and you start associating it with a person.
1: Right. Yeah, and that now it's like now you're obsessed with that person. Yeah. And you have to be with that person, otherwise it'll never. Yeah. It'll never come again.
0: And you know, we talked about in the obsession episode, you get into those states, and you have to contact the person constantly. Yep. It's like like you know you're gonna you're gonna text them, over and over all day with no regard to what they're doing or what they have going on in their life. And and then you get to the point where you're like, I've texted them too much. And then you feel (laughs) like an asshole. And then you're like, you're like, should I apologize for texting so much? (laughs) I, I, we were just watching, um,
1: like the finale of Ted Lasso. And I'm not going to give anything away if people haven't watched it, but there is a character who is texting another character and just not getting a response. You know, basically they're getting ghosted. Yeah. um, And I'm sitting there and I'm watching and, you know, they're like scrolling through a bunch of unanswered messages. And I'm like, I wonder how crazy some of those messages are. Because I know I've been in situations where I've sent a couple dozen text messages and never never get responded to. And it it was because of the state I was in, it, it was like, this person's dead. This person's dead. This person needs me. I need to find them. Where are you? Uh, there's like a desperation that goes with it that goes almost beyond, um, like feeling hurt. Like there was no self, um, there was no pain I was feeling. It wasn't like I was, like oh my god, she left me and my heart's broken. It's more, this person is a crucial part of my life, and if they leave, if something's wrong with them, if they, if they they're done, then how am I ever going to feel good again?
0: Yeah. Does that
1: make sense? Like it's yeah. not it's not heartbreak, it's it's like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose a leg.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. me, it was always just uh, anxiety. Mm. Like not not hearing from them when I was in those states, I was just like anxious constantly. Okay. And then I'd hear back from them, and it was like all oh, that got dumped. Right, I could relax again for the you know six text exchange until they stopped responding. Again. Right, and then and you I have to like, ah! review. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's again, it's probably a dopamine rush. You know, I've know. i guess so. I've read about that with social media. People mm. have to incessantly check social media that you get a little bit of like a dopamine hit. Sure. You
1: um, know, that, that's another thing that's fucked is how reachable we all are right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Like back in high school, you know, if, let's say I called a girl and, oh, she's at, I don't know, fucking volleyball practice, right? Then I'm not going to hear from her for like two hours and I can guarantee that because the girl's at practice after practice, she has to drive back to her house, yeah. she has to deal with her shit, and then she's got to call
0: me. So I'm like, okay, two hours, there's nothing I can do about yeah, that. Yeah, because you know that there's no way she can contact you, and she doesn't know that you tried to contact her yet. Exactly, yeah,
1: because it's not like yeah. her mom's you know, driving to uh, the, the practice to be like, oh, by the way, Adam called. Uh, <laughs> but now, you're accessible 24-7 yeah. and on a variety of different formats. You can get texts at 3 in the morning. Yeah. You know, you can get phone. Although I don't think the kids do phone calls anymore. They do like the FaceTime.
0: Yeah, I don't know about uh, Gen Z. I know the stereotype uh, amongst us millennials. Us millennials, is that we're scared shitless of phone calls.
1: Yeah, people do not like to call. Yeah. If you're, like every once in a while, I get a phone call from someone who always texts me, and I'm like, oh no, there's got to be terrible news if they're actually calling. Yeah. Me. You're like, oh, yeah. Jesus. Um. But no. So going back to that, um, we have that instant gratification available to us. Yeah. Not just from social media, but from our romantic partners. Yeah. And if we're not getting that, if we're not getting that, and then go to the availability of romantic partners. You know, I think about my grandparents, right? My grandfather uh, came back from the war, met my grandmother at like a Lindy Hop or whatever it was, and they got married. That was it. There was no dating. It was just like they met one person, and they dated. It was courting. It was courting. It was courting. That was, the, difference. was, courting. That was yeah. the word. And one of the reasons for that, I think, and this is just my opinion, um, they didn't have the accessibility to the legions of single people that people nowadays do. Yeah. You know, it's like if you you met like twelve people, like like you better like or marry one of those twelve people because otherwise
0: that's it. You're shit out of luck. Yeah, yeah, that's your availability.
1: Nowadays, nowadays you can be on fucking Tinder, you know, in a, the capital. Like, I'm, I grew up in Providence, Rhode Island, and there can be a girl up in Boston, Massachusetts, who's, you know, on Tinder, and all of a sudden you connect. Yeah. And, like, based off of nothing other than the like of dogs and snowboarding and, I don't know, video games. Um, and so now, all of a sudden okay, I'm not getting this instant gratification from this person. I will look for it somewhere else, and I can get it somewhere else. And it doesn't matter the quality of the interaction because I'm going to— I mean the quality of the person because I'm going to assign them a fake quality or a level of a caliber anyway because I'm just going to uh, love bomb them and uh, place unrealistic expectations on them and they're not going to be the person who they really are. they can be the person in my mind. So, yeah. you know, doesn't matter. Do you
0: think uh, people dating today, when they enter into a new relationship, do you think they spend less time with that person because of the availability via technology? Like, for instance, mm. you were saying, uh, you know, back before texting, um, you, would, you didn't have the availability to a girl. So right. in order for you to have conversations about your week, you'd have to get together.
1: Right, you'd have to call.
0: Yeah, and I wonder if now, you know, whereas maybe people averaged three to four times a week hanging out. Oh,
1: you mean like in person? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I wonder hanging if it's it.
0: like one to two times a week now because you're constantly texting and you know everything about each
1: other. Sure, <laughs> sure. But <Well>, there's <laughs> yeah. also, what's got to be weird about that is your homo- hormones are going crazy at that age, right? Yeah. So that means you have this... Um, these connections that are uh uh, via text or via phone call uh and then you only see each other once in a blue moon to physically connect and i'm not even talking about sex but everything that goes from like goes along with that hand holding hugging any physical like any sexual act before uh actual intercourse finger banging Yeah, finger-banging. There you go. (laughs) What I love about Tennessee Brad is his uh, gentleness with words. Yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah.
0: I I felt like it was time to insert something filthy in this episode.
1: But it's that idea of like, oh, okay, I feel like I know this person, but I'm not physically experienced with them. I don't know anything about them physically. And now what's the expectation? The expectation is to go from like zero to 110 physically because I don't see you physically. So. I feel like I've made all these connections. Maybe photos are exchanged. Maybe videos are exchanged, you know, and then, uh, what do we do now that we're, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Like that's gotta be, that's gotta be intense.
0: Thanks for listening. Help us continue the conversation. Leave us a comment with your thoughts, experiences, or questions about mental health. Every opinion and viewpoint is valid. Just don't be a dick.
1: Hey friends. Brad and I started It because we needed someone to talk to about our bipolar. So when looking for a sponsor, BetterHelp was the obvious choice. BetterHelp provides access to therapists via text, via Zoom, via email, via phone call, 24 hours, 7 days a week. I don't need to tell anyone how broken the American healthcare system is, especially when it comes to mental illness. But the beautiful thing about BetterHelp is that they'll work with you. Go to www.betterhelp.com backslash bad You'll get 10% off for the first month and you'll get someone to talk to right now. If you need to
0: talk to someone, do it. Please. We love you. I read something recently. on the. Good uh, for you reading. Yeah, yeah. I, you. Learned. Right. I learned. All right, all uh, right. But on the topic of the filthy thing I brought up, mm. uh, I just thought this was funny. This has nothing to do with dating. But <laughs> Waylon Jennings had once said to Chris Christofferson about modern country music. Okay. That uh, that modern artists have done to country what pantyhose did to finger fucking. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> is, that's just always you... that's just stuck in my head.
1: <laughs> I needed to share that with our yeah, listeners?
0: Yeah, I felt like I did. I'm sorry, folks. You guys have listened to this show long enough, yeah. I think, to... Uh, <laughs> So, know you're gonna get hit with stuff like this. Oh. Yeah. oh
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> how do we get back on track now?
0: I don't think we do. I, don't I think, think we, we just come back. up with a go new... on in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, but this is another interesting thing about uh, dating and being manic is all of a sudden, all of the interactions can get really irresponsible really quickly. Yeah. Right? Because you're spending too much money. You're uh, uh, seeking gratification, physical
0: gratification sometimes, too quickly. You have that grandiosity. You have that so gra- you want that person to reinforce how great you are.
1: Right. And, you know, they they should see how great you are. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and, and therefore they're going to respond the way you want them to respond to these things. Which also
0: comes into play, I think, with serial dating. Um, you know, like like... Captain Crunch when he's available. Right, right, right. No, yeah. Tony the so, Tiger. You know, he's uh, a catch. That was a, he's
1: great.
0: That was some dad jokes. That was right a really there. bad. Well, after the finger uh, bang
1: joke, I appreciated dad joke. Yeah, yeah so there's
0: a little wholesomeness yeah. to <laughs> well, balance it out. We have some wholesomeness. We can be <laughs> wholesome, you guys. Um, no, but uh, with uh, with serial dating, where it's like you just, you constantly want to go out on dates with new people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that kind of feeds into the grandiosity. Sure. And the the... Craving for a new experience in mania. You know, you want to, we've talked about it before, you want to live your life at 120 miles an hour and constantly right. be experiencing something new. So you date this chick on Monday, this chick on Wednesday, and then you go out with this chick on Friday, and then maybe the Monday chick again on Saturday. Yeah.
1: And then, yeah, a couple, you factor in ADHD. And,
0: uh, yeah. yeah. It's, I don't. It, and so you just start calling them all babe. Right. Because you don't remember their names. Yeah,
1: babe one, babe two, babe three. <laughs> hey, babe. And <I'm> babe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Um, it's, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Let's go back to calling people babe. Hey, babe. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey babe. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what that's about. Like, I, I don't know. Like you said, it's that grandiosity, right? Like, so it's that need for that reinforcement of how awesome you are. Yeah. In that manic state.
0: Which can also apply to depression. You feel so shitty sometimes, and it's like I get this dopamine hit from picking up a new new person.
1: Sure, you know, sure. or connecting with that uh, the person that you're yeah. currently with. Yeah, That's... and then for
0: you know a few minutes, I feel like I'm I'm worth something. Right, because this girl at the bar is interested in me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we're not we're not worth it. No, uh... <laughs> <laughs> dating is hard. You guys um, connecting with someone is hard. Like. I remember what I wanted to say now. Be proud of me. Yay. Uh, thanks, bud. Um where- Bipolar
0: memory <laughs> caps.
1: <laughs> where does informing your dating partner of any mental disorder you may have come into play?
0: Yeah, that's a tough one.
1: I think we kind of answered this or talked about this on a listener question yeah.
0: once. I might I might revise my statement. I think I think before I had said something along the lines of wait until you're committed. Mm-hmm. I'm almost feeling like now if, if you're talking about something that could have an impact on your dating and relationship with them. Okay. You just get that out of the uh, out on the first date. Really, first date. If you're having a good conversation and you feel like this is a person you you want to keep seeing, you know, it's like a disclaimer.
1: And and that doesn't have to be in like... It doesn't have to be a big dramatic Right, it doesn't have to be like, just so you know, I may spend shit tons of money, you know, or ghost the crap out of you. That doesn't mean I don't love you. Yeah. Yeah. Which I do. Here's a ring. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't have to be that dramatic. But I do think that we've reached a point, I'd like to think so anyway, in society where the, the mention of things like depression, ADHD... Bipolar disorder uh, Isn't going to send Another person Screaming And running for the hills I'd hope so And I, you know
0: what If it did yeah, You shouldn't be Wasting person, your time With that yeah, person yeah, anyway Yeah true
1: And especially if That person reacts That way to your disorder How are they going to Make you feel About yourself While in a relationship With them
0: Right You go manic Or you get depressed Yeah and they're like or They're not going to help No they're not going to They're, they're going to Make <laughs> the situation worse
1: Buck it up Just you know Stiff upper lip bread. Yeah. yeah Man up Man up uh, Woman up
0: Non-binary, yep. Non-bi-
1: non-binary, yep. That's fun to say. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, it, but and it, it also goes to like, uh, going back to like the grandiosity idea, consent in a relationship.
0: Yeah. Right. Like. Often yeah. Because <coughs> you, if you're going to continue seeing somebody, you owe it to them to consent to the ups and downs and weird behavior sure. that they're going to experience with you.
1: Yeah, and and letting them know what's coming and that sometimes these social interactions or sometimes even physical interactions that you have are going to be slightly skewed or slightly off or, uh, slightly untrue sometimes to who you truly are because, you know, it like, like we were saying sometimes in a manic state, you're not yourself, not your true self. So if you have a physical interaction with someone, when you're in a manic state, it's like they're sleeping with someone else. Right. And that person may not want to sleep with that other person. Yeah. Which is, you know, there's, cons- you know, that's a whole conversation to have with your partner.
0: You know what's a great idea? What's that? Uh, a uh, dating app mm. just for people who are mentally ill or neurodivergent.
1: Huh. That, that, be, that, that, that would be interesting, be interesting. so so yeah. would, well wait a minute would the goal be to like match bipolars up with each other no no you know? it's just <laughs> that like
0: even if people who don't have something come on the app they're mm-hmm. open
1: oh they're to, open to, to the partner fact partner that with, yeah that's interesting sure
0: well i mean honestly so if any of you know how to code yeah which, uh, get in touch with us yeah sure yeah, copywriting yeah that patent pending patent yeah. pending
1: uh, no but like why not have some of that on the current dating
0: apps Right, yeah, like yeah. Th- there's
1: there's no reason why I'm sure there's
0: a bunch of <coughs> boxes that you can check as to what you're looking for in a partner. Why yeah. not that?
1: Why not that? Right? Because there's there's also that like oh you know she's got to be tall or he's got to be fit and I'm like okay well just so everyone who's on this t- Tinder app knows um, I'm bipolar. Yeah. Just FYI, uh, that doesn't mean you shouldn't date me. It just means I'm bipolar and know that going in. Yeah. But then uh, but, uh, but then you have. Uh, so there was this thing in Los Angeles about buying houses. So when Mandy and I got our house, we the way we got our house, uh, which was a long and tumultuous journey, um, but we ended up doing it—one of the reasons we secured it was we wrote the elderly couple that lived here a letter. And we were like, hey, elderly couple who lives here, it's really hard to buy a house. Uh, we'd like to buy your house. Please allow us to buy your house. And we ended up doing that, and we really think that's one of the reasons we got the house. You're not allowed to do that anymore in Los Angeles. Really? No, you can't because of, uh, um, uh, prejudice, prejudice, like people can deny or accept based off of like race, religion, any other number of things.
0: You know, I, and this is me being maybe a little conspiracy minded. I would almost guarantee you mm. that, uh, those were large, uh, real estate companies that buy up, uh properties and destroy them and and make apartment buildings or or rent them out or whatever who push that through sure because that's who that's going to end up benefiting right
1: but i bring that up because if you're on a dating app someone may say they're okay with bipolar right and they see that you are bipolar and it's not that they're against it but wouldn't it be easier to date someone who's not bipolar so i'm just gonna whoop yeah and a lot of those apps are superficial to begin with
0: yeah that's why I was saying if if you had a dating app that that was the premise and, and include neurodivergency autism sure whatnot, is is you know I am open to someone who's a little outside of the norm
1: yeah yeah that's a good and that's everybody a, knows I like how I talked myself in a circle there I'm like yeah. hey put it on Tinder don't put it on Tinder back to Brad's yeah. idea of an yeah. app. <laughs>
0: Uh, so but it if it's all bipolar people, it just become a hookup act <laughs> really would, quickly. It really would. It's like uh, Carrie Fisher once said, she's like, we should have a bipolar day parade. Yeah. Where uh, we just wheel the depressives out in their beds as uh, as floats, while all the manic people are fucking and shopping and making bad decisions. <laughs> <On top. laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I mean that that would be a great TV show. Uh, <laughs> like
1: it would get so many more views than the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah, I can yeah. almost guarantee it. And we are in a strike right now, so we need material. Yeah, maybe we should pitch this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. producers, if you're listening, hey, producers. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah I mean- um this was fun i mean it's also a little sad because you get to relive the
0: horrible mistakes you made dating and, oh
1: yeah and again we've guilt. you know what
0: randomly occurred to me in the shower today and i wasn't even thinking about doing this episode it just for some reason popped in my head
1: was it a photo it was it me naked yeah no well yeah Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so
0: i threw up a few times <laughs> <Hi-oh>.
1: um, <laughs> while masturbating while masturbating yeah <laughs> right well that's the relationship we
0: have <laughs> yeah uh-huh. <laughs> super healthy God, this episode, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, we're not even drinking. It's the middle of the day. Gonna <laughs> have some afternoon Do delight. Well, wait a so if we were drinking, would we be more reserved? Less reserved? Less reserved. You think, I think so? I I don't know. <laughs> Maybe more reserved. Anyway, random thought in the shower. <laughs> yeah, random thought in the shower. So there was this chick I dated when I was, I don't know, like twenty. Okay. I was definitely manic when I met her. I was uh, working at a radio station doing, like, morning idiot stuff for the morning show. you had
1: so many interesting jobs over the years. Because I'm manic. Man, that's <laughs> I fair. I
0: bounce from, like, weird thing to weird thing. Sure. Uh, I now realize. But, yeah, so I was doing morning idiot stuff for this uh, radio station in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay. And um, uh, there was some event, and uh, this chick worked for the company that was sponsoring the event. Okay. We were out there. And I was fully manic. And just like high energy and charming and blah, blah, blah. We started dating. And a couple months in, her ex-boyfriend killed himself. Oh, God. So obviously that had an impact on her. Yeah, I can imagine. I was fully manic, uh, looking in hindsight and grandiose. And uh, so I started trying to come up with drama that I was experiencing so that the focus would be on me.
1: Oh wait to like so to pull attention off of her and put it on you? Yeah, or like, to I, like I wanted her
0: attention on me. Oh, instead so of like it was letting like a... her grieve. Oh yeah. man! Oh God. yeah. What'd you come awesome. up
1: with? Do you remember?
0: I think it was like around my mother's birthday, and so I just wanted to like talk about like her dying and yeah. shit, and like if I remember correctly, I don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was something that popped in my in my head. And that's the kind of awful shit we do while dating.
1: Yeah, terrible, terrible. Because when you go
0: grandiose, like, you're just, I mean, that's one of the things. You're kind of a drama queen.
1: Oh, you're a huge drama queen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, again,
0: all attention needs to be on you. Yes. It's your television show. Everyone else is a side character.
1: That's it. So it's a one-camera. It's not a sitcom. It's a one-camera comedy, right? Yeah, yeah. Or dark, dark drama. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Single cam. Yeah. this is this has been fun, and uh, any of our exes, if you listen to this and you want to write us in, um, don't. Please, yeah, don't yeah don't do that don't don't do that no no please, seriously yeah, uh,
0: yeah if, if you if you want to write us even if it's a, like fuck you you son of a bitch that's yeah, fine uh, yeah that's I've fine. I've gotten some of those too yeah yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, not from this podcast, though. I got to go. Fuck yourself, email once. Ooh, that really? Nice. Yeah. That's exciting. Uh, uh,
1: but you know what? That's their prerogative. That's how they felt. They're allowed to feel that way. I don't have to agree with them, or anyone else has to agree with them. But yeah. that's how they feel. I think so. we're at a point with
0: this stuff that even if we got those, we'd be like, eh.
1: Yeah, we've gotten. Some you're of, not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh,
0: God, it it hurts me. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, we got to keep doing these relationship or or. Um, type episodes because every time we do one, I'm just like, oh God, I have so much more to talk about, but we don't have time. Yeah.
0: Maybe maybe we'll do a dating part two. Because we something. haven't even really gotten into a lot of the crazy stories. Yeah, no. Crazy. Maybe that's it. We'll do we we can do Bipolar those. relationships part four. Dating part two. Yeah. We, <laughs> the stories. The stories of oh God.
1: Yeah. What we need is like a um oh that's that's one that has to happen at night with Scotch. That's yeah. definitely one that has to happen at night yeah. with Scotch. Ugh, gross. Um, (laughs) Hey, we love you for listening. We love you for fighting. We love you for going through all the same shit or slightly similar shit that we're going through. Um, It makes us feel a little better. I hope it makes you feel a little better. Uh, You don't deserve to feel bad about yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we brought this up the past couple episodes, but I'm going to bring it up again. We've been talking about doing uh, Batshit Badasses meetup groups. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're interested in that, uh, no matter where you are, please write us. You can Mm -hmm. uh, write us on uh, batshitpodcast.com. Right. And uh, we'd love to get that going. We think, you know, we we have a a large listener base now. We Mm -hmm. think everybody could... Use a little community. Yeah.
1: Unless you're one of our exes and you want to just get us there so you can stab us. <laughs> don't. Angie. Glass to the face. That's just as Brad, like, I don't understand why this bad shit badass is meeting
0: is in an alley. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Every, every time I come out of one, I'm wearing a cast. <laughs> That'd
1: be uh, hilarious but awful.
0: um. No,
1: but yes, Brad's completely right. Right in, please, because the opportunity to meet some of y'all or to record a live podcast where you guys can even ask us questions or uh, boo or cheer or laugh uh, would yeah. be amazing.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, one last thing I'll say as as we outro here is uh, we've we've gotten some messages recently. We've talked about this on uh, listener questions, bad shit, badasses, with people wanting relationship advice. Yeah. Uh, because they're dating someone who who has this and the person has left them. Yeah. Um, and I I know none of you want to hear this, but um, that's a point where I think you have to respect that decision. Yeah. And I just kind of want to throw that out there because it gets – when you have this stuff, you can get creepy. Yeah, you can. When you don't mean to. Yeah. You think you're doing something sweet and kind and the other person is uh, realizes that you're stalking. Yeah, you don't think you're. Stalking. You don't stalking. think you're stalking. Very at all. few people who stalk think they're stalkers.
1: Right. They just think they 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 love this person.
0: Yeah, and sense. and if they would just if they just see me, right. If they just saw me shopping at their neighborhood grocery store, right. Exactly. You know, They they'd be like, oh, I miss that guy. Yeah, and that's and not that's the way not it works. the case. That's the delusion. That's, that's yeah. the delusion
1: in you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, also, uh, keep in mind that um, you just heard some of our dating stories. we we don't listen to the show for dating advice at all. Don't do that. (laughs) God, no. God, no. Uh, But Brad is right. Always respect your partner in whatever way Um, uh, they need to be respected, whether it be someone who is sick or with a mental illness, whether it's someone who is dating you and you have a mental illness. Uh, Respect their needs and their wants and um, remember that there are people out there for you that will love you and support you. It may not be the person that you're currently stalking or trying to be with.
0: Yeah. 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 (laughs) But, uh, but, but you'll find them. And when you do, you won't have that same kind of anxiety. Yep. And that same kind of worry and the need to do crazy shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, When you find somebody that you're supposed to be with, um, they'll be understanding and empathetic Mm -hmm. about your condition and that person will be able to roll with the punches. Yeah. When yeah. you come out of a manic state, instead of them saying, hey, I'm not going to talk to you anymore, they'll they'll be able to say, I know that wasn't you. Right. You know, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Let me, uh, you know, and they'll learn your triggers. Yeah. They'll help you deal with it. And grow. Yeah. Uh, Just don't treat them as your therapist. No, 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 Get an actual Get therapist. Get an actual therapist. Talk to people, please. Um, betterhelp.com. Betterhelp.com. Back-up. Slash
1: batshit. Um, y'all are amazing keep fighting Uh, we love you